Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Again, welcome to this week's Man of the Post Extra Time. I'm your host, Chris. Uh, with me this week, I've got Adam. Hello. How are we? I'm good. Have you pressed the record button? Press the record button like a good boy. Uh, yeah. And also, I've got Emma. Hello. How are we? Good. Good. Fabuloso. Right. This week, we're going to be talking about Champions League in Europe and beyond. Uh, we've got other bits and bobs of news. We've got European leagues coming up this weekend. And we're going to finish possibly with the Premier League. So, uh we're going to talk about the Champions League first of all. So Tuesday's games, uh, we'll go through first. So Group F, uh, Young Boys 2, Manchester United 1. Um, a 95th minute winner by Sibachu after being played in by Jesse Lingard, having for some reason recreated Steven Gerrard versus France in Euro 2004. Um, Ronaldo scored after 13 minutes. Uh, and uh, not. I nearly said Andre Villas-Boas because I wrote AWB, but it's... Aaron Mumbusaka, red card after 35 minutes. Uh, Manchester United got two shots uh, throughout the whole game. That's the lowest since 2003-04 when Opta started recording. Um, wasn't a great performance, was it? I just want to know if that's really the biggest sort of like screw up that Stephen Gerrard's known for. I can't think of any others. No? He did something similar against Arsenal, didn't he? Generally passed the ball back. Is that the one? Uh, is that the one I'm thinking of? Is that the one I'm getting confused about? That must be the about? only other one he's ever done in his <laughs> whole life. <laughs> Don't. I mean, um, we'll be sort of. I'll be lying back in a chair, and I'll be sort of. You'll be my physiotherapist for the next hour if you do that. Your physiotherapist. Physiotherapist. Psychotherapist. <laughs> Something therapist. I'm, just, I'm not sure. I'm not sure stretching your hamstrings out is going to fix this problem. It might. It might have helped Stephen being a bit more supple. Yeah. Uh, who saw um, this one? Or who saw the highlights of this? Emma and I need to give you our chat about the group stages of the Champions League. You've not seen this. Oh yeah. We need to make a sign and tap. <laughs> <laughs> have you not seen the goals at all for this? No. Neither of you. No. I mean, you're quite lucky that I know that between us we've actually watched four Champions League games, which is four more than you should have expected. Okay, right. But this is not one of them. I mean, you've kind of got an excuse in the fact you have to get up and go to work in the morning. Emma. I was still at, wo- <laughs> I was still at work when this game was happening. Uh, okay, but sometimes the um, after games have finished, uh, sub- sub- various uh, channels are known to upload their highlights to this thing called YouTube. Uh, it means you can go in and watch the games afterwards. Never heard of it. Does it have like a search function, like the thing on the Guardian you were telling me about? <laughs> it does. So if you put Young Boys Manchester United, it would have brought the highlights up. 
I would never put young boys into a search engine. <laughs> There's the voice of experience. <laughs> <laughs> not again. Not again. Not after the last time. Uh, okay, so uh, you've not seen this. No, you're making us good. You're making us do it again. But you're trying to. But you're trying to shame us. I am. <laughs> we we won't be shamed, Chris. Any, anything you'd like to mention from this? I think it's seven out of eleven Champions League games Ollie has lost. Sounds about right. So when I give up, like, you know, sleep time so I can watch YouTube highlights and write notes down. Ask you to do that. Huh? You this watch... is great podcasting. Well, I'm, I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed. Emmy, you watch Villarreal uh, versus... Where, where's, where's your Raisin Roundies now? <laughs> <laughs> Emmy, you did watch Villarreal versus Atalanta, didn't you? I, I kind of half watched oh, it, yeah. Crying out loud. So you, the one you were watching, you didn't even watch? Well, I was... Doing other, I was watching YouTube at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> what, were you, what were you watching on YouTube? Cooking videos. Oh, Fails. <laughs> so in that young boys, young boys. <laughs> in that one, Atlanta took the lead. Uh, then there were two one down, and then Robin Gosens equalised in the eighty third minute, uh, and then a Cockland red card in the eighty fourth minute. Does only that ring a bell? Yeah, it was all pretty dumb, wasn't it? Really. It was a bit silly, wasn't it? Yeah, it was all really avoidable. Okay. But it was it was a pretty fun game. We well, did look Champions it. Champions League group match. There have been some fun games in the Champions League group stages this week. Well, everybody's definition of fun is different. <laughs> this is true, right? Okay, can I interest anybody in Group H? Chelsea won Zenit nil. A Romelu Lukaku header. What day was that? Tuesday. I mean, I feel. Like I mean, I feel like I've watched that, that game, but that's because I feel like I've seen <coughs> someone nil Chelsea one Romelu Lukaku scores uh, well, he took about, some t- 20, about 20 times already, and he's only only been back for three <laughs> games. Um, he um, It took some time for Chelsea to score. There was a fair bit of Zenit resistance, and then uh, Debusha for um, Zenit missed a... A very easy chance later on. Imagine sort of Gaza versus uh, German in Euro '96. Um, this game also probably known for uh, Antonio Rudiger, who had a, a sort of Maradona versus England second goal dribble from his own half. Um, couldn't quite finish it off and got a couple of excellent tackles in. Um, this not tickle anyone's memory sticks at all. Even Chelsea fans watch it. I mean, what was the point? <laughs> I suppose. Uh, also, I could, have told, I could have told you the score before the game kicked off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also in that group, Malmo nil, Juventus three goals from Alexandro uh, Power Dybala, who's captain, and Alvaro Morata back amongst the scoring uh, statistics. We want Alvaro Morata to do well, don't we? Well, we don't actively want bad things for him. No? Okay. No, and that's not what I recall, recall, recall <laughs> I saying during the Euros, am I? <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of wanting actively bad things, in Group E, uh, Ronald Koeman's Barcelona nil, Bayern Munich three. Uh, mm. Thomas Muller with a deflection off of Eric Garcia, I and then this game. Yeah, I watched this game as well. And uh, me, the Barcelona fan, didn't. No, and Robert Lewandowski scored two. You obviously knew what was going to happen. Yeah, anybody with a brain knew what was going to happen. <laughs> uh, Barcelona's third successive home European loss. Gerard Piquet. Uh, obviously a man um, full of Catalan passion and future president of the club said 
it is what it is we are what we are that's the reality that's fighting talk then from Gerard Piquet uh, yeah, Ronald Coleman every, said, well, that was the best that we could do. <laughs> a boss line Emma, fight- you, Emma, you told me there was an injury crisis, yet Gerard Piquet was playing, and that feels like a paradox to me. <laughs> it, well, yeah, I know what you mean. Well, <laughs> Pedri and um, Jordi Alba went off injured in this game. They did, yeah. Who could have seen that coming for Pedri? <laughs> Who could have seen that coming? Uh, third consecutive home European loss. Uh, Barcelona had five shots all off target. Uh, Bayern Munich had 17. Um, Barcelona looked really, really flat. There was nothing really for Luke de Jong and uh, Memphis to feed off at front. Even... How's that possible? Because all they were doing, I've heard, is be putting crosses in for Luke de Jong and he couldn't get on the end of any of them? He was even what? putting in some crosses. To who? He's the one that they're supposed to be crossing to. <laughs> well, I know. I do remember him putting a couple in. <laughs> That's like Peter Crouch crossing the ball, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. um, the worst thing is, is that Bayern were very much in third gear as well. They weren't playing anywhere near their best and they still beat you guys 3-0. Third gear suggests that they had to try hard. I mean, first gear... Uh, I remember. I'm not convinced that, I'm not convinced that um, Thomas Muller was sweating. No, I'm not either. I mean, as regards to shots from Barcelona, all I can really remember is a couple from Coutinho after he came on. Did he cut in from then? <laughs> <laughs> he may well have done. Do you know what? <laughs> the one, the one that I've got in my head, he absolutely did. <laughs> I um, Stegen made a couple of good saves. Yeah. Otherwise, I... this could have been five or six nil. I thought Baudet uh, um, good, looked good when he came on and Arahu looked good uh, defending, but other than that, there wasn't an awful I've got, lot. A, I've got a whole anti-Champions League gripe that why are they still allowing five substitutes? I don't know. Why did they allow Barcelona to play in that kit? <laughs> <laughs> well, you just think there should be an outright ban on it. Like, you, I do. Are you it's are you a, are you waiting for decree? Yeah. Did you, uh, Adam, when you were watching this, did you watch the highlights or did you have, were you watching it live with the commentary? I watched it live with the commentary. Did you pick up on the uh, tone from, I can't remember, was it Clive Allen and, and the main commentator? But the main commentator was saying that he was trying to sort of play Barcelona down a bit as he sort of plucky underdog saying the crowd were getting behind them and willing them on and all this sort of thing. Did you pick that up as well? No. Oh, okay. Plucky underdogs. Oh man! It kind of was. It was kind of like you know these. It's sort of like the little team that could. You know, they, they realised there's a big project going on and they're working under extreme circumstances, but the crowd are getting behind them. And mm. Chris Sutton was just miserable. <laughs> not, really, not really sure why he was there. Um... I mean, from what I've heard, the crowd weren't getting behind them. No, they booed, they whistled Sergio Roberto off the pitch. Obviously, because they got my leaflets. <laughs> There were no white hankies, were there? We're, we're not at white hanky stage yet. Uh, we're not far off. No? <laughs> because uh, Emma's purchased a hundred thousand white giving them out. <laughs> I'm about to just go and rent a helicopter and just drop them onto the pitch at the next home. <laughs> Everyone's getting one. Ten euros yeah. a pop outside the new camp. You could make a fortune. I know, right? I <laughs> sold those green and gold scarves. <laughs> they disappeared now they signed Ronaldo um, 
my st- I, I've lost my train of thought. I'm probably still raging about the five substitutes. Uh, what are you still thinking about that? Um, Leon Gretzka signed a new contract until 2026 for, for Bayern, so he's sticking around for a while. Has that helped you remember uh, what one, you were going to talk about? Thing I, the one thing I did wonder about the, the commentators again was um, how long it's going to be until they just stop having having to mention Leo Messi at every other <laughs> every yes. other opportunity they get in a Barcelona game. That happened quite a lot, didn't it? He must have got mentioned about five times. Um, oh, have you seen, speaking of Chris Sutton, have you seen he's been barred entry for the Europa League game tonight for um, for work purposes? Good. Uh, both it, him and... Because they, don't think, they, thought, they thought his claim of being a pundit was laughable. Well, no, both him and Neil Lennon, uh, who were going to work for BT Sport at Ibrox, uh, have both been banned by the club from entering... Um, because they said they were a security risk, presumably because of their Celtic past. <laughs> oh, that feels a little bit um, pathetic. Just a little bit. Uh, also in Group D, it was um, Dina McKeev, Neil Benfica, Neil. In Group G, Lille, Neil, uh, Wolfsburg, Neil. Uh, Jonathan David thought he'd um, given Lille a late winner, but the ball had gone out of play for a throw-in, unfortunately. Um, so the goal didn't count. Sorry, uh, how do you get that? Oh, OK. I was going to say, how do you get that confused? The ball went out for a throw-in, but yes. I thought I'd given them the lead. And <laughs> uh, in Sevilla, this, Emma, have you seen the highlights of this one? This was quite good fun. Sevilla one, RB Salzburg one. Is that the one with the, like, 17 missed penalties? Yes. So Rakitic scored, uh, and then Sukic scored a penalty as well. So uh, Salzburg had three first-half penalties and missed two. Um, but they all they were all penalties. I mean, they are all sort of weird fouls. Um so there was Does none. Does play for them? <laughs> uh, and then thinking he might be able to get away with uh, maybe sort of buying a penalty, seeing as the ref was in a generous mood. Uh, and Naziri was given a second yellow for diving in the penalty area. <laughs> <laughs> um, Addy Amy was a big handful all throughout the game. He he's played very well for Salzburg. Uh, I think he made his debut for Germany last month as well. Um, so yeah, there was that. That is Group G. Wednesday night, uh, Manchester City uh, 6, RB Leipzig 3 in Group A. Um, I watched that. Did you? Okay, so uh, Nathan Ake became the 10th difference goal scorer for Manchester City this week. Paul uh, and Cuckoo scored three goals for um, Leipzig and ended up on the losing side. Um, what did you make the of it? First player, the first player in Champions League history to score a hat-trick and lose by three goals. Really? Why do you find that so hard to believe? <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, I don't really. That <laughs> <laughs> no, wasn't drumming my fingers saying really. That was like an enthusiastic down the microphone. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe it. <laughs> exactly. If you remember the Mary Whitehouse experience, look at Ray, the man with a sarcastic tone of voice. Um, so, what did you reckon to this game then? Uh, Leipzig just couldn't get couldn't get out of their own way. Every time, every time they managed to get the scoreline in a um, for something. Uh, that looked competitive they would then immediately concede and go two guys behind again so were they bad at defending or just City really really good at attacking uh, no that's a good they must be they were bad at defending because I felt sort of bad for the guy that scored the own goal they sort of headed her in like, he, he couldn't really do a lot else could he he could have not done that well yeah but then Jack Grealish was right behind him to tap in wasn't he well head it out for a corner then we couldn't he was in the middle of the goal I don't think he was in the middle of the goal as much as you think he was. I think he headed it back across the goal <laughs> into the middle of the goal. It's a striker's finish. Could have headed it over the bar. 
No, it was quite low. I thought. No, I thought. I thought it was just one of those things where you can't really do anything about it. Maybe, well, maybe leave it to Jack. Maybe leave it to Jack Greenish to fuck up instead of instead of removing <laughs> any doubt. You think? <laughs> Fair enough. Um, City scored seventeen goals in four games, uh, and it was a nice goal by Jack Greenish, wasn't it? Yeah, the Jack, Jack Greenish goal was quite nice. Uh, Doing what Philip Coutinho three. couldn't. <laughs> Not as nice as the Cancelo goal. No, that was very nice as well. Yeah, that was lovely. Uh, Pep, after the game, said, I'd like more people to come on Saturday. Um, and the fans are a bit unhappy with, with what he said. Truth what, the fans, the fans that turn up or the fans that don't turn up? Uh, I because think this is, this is This is like when I got told by one of my friends at university that one of the lecturers was having a go at the class because of all the people who weren't turning up to the 9am lecture. <laughs> but I was, up, I was in bed and she was very much shouting at the wrong people. Well, do you know what? I I can never make it in from my nine a.m. Wednesday lecture. I mean, who expects students to be at university for nine a.m.? Yeah, but certainly don't shout at the people who are there. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> Why are there so few people here? <laughs> Why can't you make it to my nine a.m. lecture? Uh, um, there weren't many Leipzig fans there either, were they? Uh, to be fair, but I, I suppose we're in the middle of a global pandemic, aren't we? And you know, people have had tough times, and these things cost. And uh, maybe then, I don't know what the situation with being allowed in and out of England is for German people. That's true. Um, I guess it'll be full on Saturday against Southampton, won't it? Won't it? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure that the, that the uh, Etihad is a stadium that sells out. Hmm. Okay. Well, look. Um, like I say, that's 17 goals in four games for City as they march on in the Champions League to be defeated heroically in the semis at some point. Um, also, in that group, uh, Brugge drew 1-1 with PSG. Uh, Sorry, there'll be nothing heroic about the, the, about the <laughs> moment they get knocked out of it. It'll be <laughs> it'll be Pep's fault, and it'll be hilarious. Oh, exactly. Yes, as um, Ukai Gundogan plays false nine or something. It could happen at any moment. <laughs> uh, so Vanekin scored for Brugge. Uh, Ander Herrera scored for PSG. Um, Little Messi hit the bar, Emma. You'd be pleased to know he's still not scored. Um, not my problem anymore. <laughs> uh, and Mbappe injured himself <laughs> a little bit, didn't Sorry, he? Sorry, was he your problem before? <laughs> I mean, for the last year. Very much so, yeah. Oh, okay. Is he dead to, is he dead to you now? Well, signing for PSG wasn't a good move. Really? So that's like 17 years of... Yeah, well, shit happens. You're like the Liverpool fan that I got really annoyed with on Twitter uh, that said that uh, you're... Yeah, I've got loads of them. <laughs> Am I welcoming into your club? <laughs> uh, he said that Jurgen Klopp is, um, is ruining his legacy by playing Divock Origi, uh, who's sort of ruined his legacy by going off with cramp or something like that. He was very annoyed. It was like a sort of Liverpool Mark Goldbridge. Why are Liverpool fans obsessed with legacy? Oh, I don't know. But I'm annoyed with... I thought, I thought this was going to be about him not wearing glasses anymore. Oh, I don't <laughs> It's not a game of guess who. Um... He's ruined his legacy. He's not wearing the glasses. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so some rather moronic Liverpool fan was getting very upset with um, uh, with both Divock Origi and, and Jurgen Klopp as Liverpool beat Milan 3-2. And, and then you. <laughs> and then me. I got annoyed. 
Does that make me worse if I get annoyed with the people getting annoyed? Yes. It does, doesn't it? Uh, actually, this is Group B. Uh, it, makes you, it makes you worse when you reply. Oh, it does, doesn't it? That's the moment you cross the line. Damn. Yeah, you're right. I should go back and delete that tweet. It's too late now, isn't it? It's all out there. Um, yeah, Group B, Liverpool 3, Milan 2. Uh, I watched that one. Did you? Did you? I did. <laughs> Why? <laughs> hmm? Why? Well, because... Very much the question I asked. This is exactly the question he asked. <laughs> Real Madrid won, and I'm not going to watch them, and Atletico Madrid are boring, and I thought that one might be fun, and it was. Okay, so Tamori own goal from a Trent Alexander-Arnold shot, uh, and Mo Salah, after he missed a penalty, scored, um, and then Liverpool went into half time. That's the order it happened. No, I know. I just realised that as I was reading it out. <laughs> Very much <laughs> the order. So it was one-one, uh, and then because the ap- the atmosphere was so good. <laughs> <laughs> Is it one of those sort of like famous Anfield nights under the lights? It was. It was such a famous night under the lights that the players just lost their lost. The ability to communicate because they were so loud. Uh, yeah, so Liverpool went in 3 1 down at half time from goals from uh, Anti Rebic and uh, Diaz as well. So uh, they put it back with a goal from Salah in the second half and then Jordan Henderson with a sort of rocket. And he did it in a little Ears Cup celebration. Was that to you or to Ali in the WhatsApp group? <laughs> wow, it was uh, I, I don't think. I don't think. <laughs> We're, we're Jordan Henderson's only three detractors. <laughs> well, I, I'm not a Jordan Henderson detractor. No, you're very much in the minority. Yes, I'm <laughs> very much in the he deserves a Nobel Peace Prize category. He's a, a very good man. I don't think you can get a Nobel Peace Prize for football. Barack Obama got one for writing. Yes. Barack Obama got one for writing a book. <laughs> Well, when Jordan does that, <laughs> oh, when he learns to write. He can't write. He's from yeah, Sunderland. <laughs> Speaking of uh, kickboxing, has anyone Marcus seen... Rashford's written a book. <laughs> has anyone seen the footage this week of the um, the grown man having a go at a sixteen-year-old boy at the bus stop? And it turns out the sixteen-year-old boy was actually some sort of MMA fighter, and um, the angry man gets dumped on the ground a couple of times. That's quite good fun. Um, I, I, I think I think of the three of us, I'm the only one who's not such young boys on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Liverpool 23 shots. Emma, was the win deserved in the end? Uh, not particularly. What would have been a fair result? A draw? Yeah. Okay. Were Milan missing Zlatan? Or... I mean, who isn't missing Zlatan? I'm not. I don't particularly like him all that much. But... <laughs> I hate him too. But you do. Yeah, I know. Um, Liverpool. They well, they got punished, didn't they, for not being clinical in the first twenty minutes when they had like seventy shots. Yeah. Did it feel like? I mean, after the second, when they came out for the second half, when Milan were three-one up, how did that sort of play out then? Were Milan happy to defend and then? You mean when immediately when Milan came out and scored, but it was offside? Yes, then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unjustly offside. Was it? I mean, to me, but... What about the Varman? <laughs> Unfortunately, he thought it was offside. Did he? Okay. But I don't know what he was watching. <laughs> How did Divock Origi play? Uh... <laughs> 
well, I hate that you're trying to you're trying to make me say good things about them. He got an assist, and I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's under the guy possible to Diego Maradona. I am as a person. <laughs> Uh, so I think we could say that's a resounding they played amazingly from Emma. Uh, they? Liverpool. They didn't, though. <laughs> they scored three goals. And? Jordan Henderson they scored amazing. a really good goal. So did you guys like Munich play amazing? They scored three goals. <laughs> OK, well, look, Group C was the, uh, one of the early games. It was uh, Besiktas 1, Borussia Dortmund 2. Uh, Jude Bellingham goal and an assist for... Erling Haaland. A couple of stats about Erling Haaland. Um, he has reached 21 goals in the Champions League uh, in 10 fewer games than any other player. Um, Sorry, I didn't, I didn't see this game because I was at work again, but that statement was confusing. When you said, was that Je- Jude Bellingham with a goal and an assist yes. for Erling Haaland yes. to score a goal? Yes. As in Jude Bellingham got a goal and an assist? Yes. Okay. Sorry, yes, he got a goal and an assist. Um, Bristol... Grammar's important, Chris. I'm just saying. It is. It's the difference between letting your Uncle Jack off a horse and your Uncle Jack <laughs> off a horse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Erling Haaland scored his 21st Champions League goal in only 17 games. Yeah, that's 10 games fewer than the, the next person to reach that total. It's also his 66th goal in as many uh, Borussia Dortmund games. That's uh, a very Trent Alexander-Arnold statistic. Um, and they played... Uh, <laughs> They played very well indeed. Um, Don't highlight that embarrassment. <laughs> yeah, whose fault was it for the goals? What goals? The ones that the, the ones he did. Oh, was it? Was it his I fault? Mean, was it? You could throw some blame at him. Yeah, absolutely. I did. Not a good defender. I, why not? I, I, and as I told you, I'm throwing some blame at Andy Robertson because he was on the pitch. <laughs> I did see someone tweet today they got themselves a new Liverpool shirt with Alexander Arnold 66 on the back. I'm thinking, how much would that have cost you? I don't think you pay. I, unfortunately, I don't think. I think the days of paying by the num- by the letter and the number are gone. Oh, okay. I think that only would happen if you wanted Etchingham 69 on the back. <laughs> Mrs. Etchingham 69. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's Chris's idea for an anniversary present. <laughs> yes, it'll be 20 years next year. What more would a lady want? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Divorce papers. I didn't know that, I didn't know that 20 years was polyester. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to ruin a lady. Uh, okay. Oh, oh, no. No ruin is in treat nicely. Not ruin is... No one is... Then. Sorry. No one has ever used that phrase like that. Have you not heard that? <laughs> Someone's been... Whoever told you that has been lying to you. <laughs> no, not ruin is in what you do in your mucky cells. No. But you mean spoil then. Yes, I mean spoil. <laughs> That's not what you said. I know. I never They're said ruin. I know what I they are. I don't. I know. I know that. But sometimes I've used the word ruin as in, oh, yeah, I ruin her as in, I spoil her. Stop That's doing not that. how people talk. Stop, stop saying that because <laughs> people are getting a completely different idea. <laughs> for, for Charlotte's sake, I beg you to stop saying that. No, I want to be there when you say it about someone's wife and they punch you. <laughs> <laughs> so when I went to work the other week and I said I ruined my wife last night, I, you know, I now know why I sat on my own for a couple of days. They didn't think that you should just be they were really impressed that you don't know what to do that. <laughs> I mean I might have really impressed her. 
Uh, anyway, Sporting won Ajax 5 also in Group C. Sebastian Allaire uh, with four goals in his Champions League debut. Um, making up for lost time as he was left out of Ajax's Europa League squad last season due to an admin error. Um, which is quite interesting. First player to score. <laughs> yes. First player to score four goals in the Champions League debut since. Uh, now, if you're going to say Marco van Basten... Well, that's what Twitter told me. Well, Marco van Basten also played in the European Cup, so I have seen other sections of Twitter say that's not true. Well, that's not what... Be very careful of the words that I said. <laughs> I am. First player to score four goals <laughs> on his Champions League debut that since... Marco van Basten. There we go. Thank 1992. Uh, in Group D, uh, Sheriff... Tiraspol uh, beat Shakhtar 2-0 uh, thanks to a goal from uh, Adama Traore uh, and I'm guessing it's not that one um, Shakhtar basically they got uh, outdone they got 75% possession and 20 shots uh, and lost 2-0 um, Sheriff for the first day returns to win an opening Champions League game since anyone want to guess since 2016 who would that be sorry I wasn't listening say again uh, Sheriff are the first debutants to win their opening Champions League game since who in 2016? Uh, God's own country. God's own country. Oh, so does that make it Leicester? It is Leicester. Right. I think that phrase that's never been used <laughs> to describe Leicester. I take it you've both never been there. Correct. Well, no, but that's literally a phrase used to describe Yorkshire. <laughs> and and I, I'm I'm no expert at geography, but I reckon that Leicester's in Leicestershire. It is. But Yeah. <laughs> it's prettier Which than Yorkshire. Is in Yorkshire. No, that's true. I've got my phrases all over the place tonight, haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> this this one's far less dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and finally for the Champions League in Group D uh, Inter nil Real Madrid won a 89th minute goal from Rodrigo uh, although uh, the commentator had a Gavin Williamson moment when he called him uh, Vinicius Junior uh, a uh, Camavinga assist quite nice assist little deft side football over the top um, Tiba Courtois saved a couple from Dzeko and Lautaro but I think it's probably deserved in the end for Real Madrid wouldn't you say Emma? How would I know? Uh I guess you've not watched the highlights of this one either. Why would I? <laughs> what are they? <laughs> Real Madrid doing well and Barcelona doing bad. Why would you indeed? Uh, <laughs> yeah, sign me up for that. <laughs> right. Bits and bobs of news. Uh, Chris Hewton has been sacked by Nottingham Forest after a year in charge. So far this season they got one point from seven games. So he's uh, been given the heave ho. Poor Chris Hewton. He, he, he seems to be quite a decent manager, doesn't he? Till now. One point I mean, from seven games doesn't suggest job. he's a good manager. <laughs> no, but he's had a body of work up until now, which suggests he's pretty decent. He dedicated Newcastle. He got Brighton promoted. So, so there's Nottingham Forest fans who'd be like, "I would love to sack him, <laughs> but he did get Brighton promoted." <laughs> exactly. Uh, Rhys James has had his house broken into while he's playing for Chelsea in the Champions League. Um, are, are, are footballers thick? <laughs> are you suggesting that he forgot to lock his door? <laughs> just, just left it open. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I knew there was a, no, but... The amount of, like... They, 
They know they're going to be on TV. <laughs> they know that people are going to know they're out of the house. Why do they not have good security? Then you would have thought the amount of money that they're on, they would either live in some sort of gated community with security, or they would have one of those sort of... They'd have some sort of thing lined up to some security company to say when there's been an intrusion or something, wouldn't they? At least by a ring doorbell. Exactly. Get a um, good dog. I've got a ring doorbell. What does a ring doorbell do? It's got a camera in it. Well, mate. It, buzzes my phone. it buzzes my phone when people ring. What if burglars don't ring the doorbell first before they try and get into the house? <laughs> <laughs> but they always do ring the doorbell. Oh, okay, right? yeah. To check there's no one in. I've seen the, that's on the commercials for ring doorbells. <laughs> is it? But they don't need to check where Reese James is. But, yeah, exactly. He's on telly. Yeah, but is maybe his sister's there? I bet I bet the bloke on the ring doorbell advert. She lives she probably lives in Manchester. Reese James's sister, she's a professional footballer, isn't she? Yeah, she plays for Manchester United. Oh, okay. Um I'm guessing the guy on your ring doorbell advert wasn't a Champions League playing footballer. And so he probably would have been at home. Yeah, just have a house sitter like those couple of hours when you know that you're gonna be out. Yeah. Like you could hire like Jason Statham as your house sitter, couldn't you? You could. Or Duncan oh. Ferguson famously. Why doesn't he live in a nice area where he's not likely to get robbed? Yeah, but the problem is, the problem is, <laughs> the footballers all live in the same nice area. <laughs> you, you, the neighbourhood watch is not doing its job because they're all at the game. <laughs> <laughs> Duncan Ferguson famously could be oh, your burglar oh. repellent, couldn't he? That would it would work. Definitely. Have you seen him today? He um, he went this week to have dinner, didn't he, with the boys he promised he would, as long as they got good exam results. Did he? What a hero. Yeah. His Scottish Scouse accent is something to be heard to be believed as well, isn't it? It's no surprise, though, that those kids got good exam results, though, is it? <laughs> no, definitely not. Because he, because, he, because he wasn't... He wasn't so much asking them to get good exam results as he was telling them. Well, he also said he'd go around there and see them if they didn't. <laughs> Which is so, so they were getting a visit from Doug Ferguson either way. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well make sure it's a good reason. Uh, yeah. So Reese James had his Euro 2020 runners-up medal, his uh, European Super Cup, and his Champions League winners' medal stolen in a big safe. Who steals the runners-up medal? <laughs> also, how on earth are you going to sell these on the market as some sort of wrong and burglar? <laughs> I mean, Rhys James's Champions League medal is going to be quite a unique thing, isn't it? It's not like you're sort of knocking off a load of video recorders or something. I was thinking that today when I was at when I was at the Ripple Factory, in they had a break-in um, and someone stole all their trophies during this Christmas party, and I was just thinking, how are you going to sell that? Like, yes, unless you're going to melt it down. Yeah. And none of these trophies are made out of like precious metal one of them was made of wood oh okay <laughs> burn it then <clears throat> um, don't steal it in the first place you're just going to burn it <laughs> do you think it was Christian uh, not Christian do you think it was sort of Ron Dennis or someone breaking in yeah perhaps Christian Horner in the ultimate inside job you were going to say that <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember who Christian Horner was with and then I remembered he was with Red Bull <laughs> I, was trying, um, <laughs> I was trying to think of whoever Lewis Hamilton drives for now and I couldn't remember Mercedes Mercedes so you have to Toto Wolf 
No, okay. Uh, well, 96 uh, female Afghan footballers have made it into Pakistan with the help of the Pakistani FA. Um, this includes members of Herat FC who won the Afghan Women's League in October 2020. Their houses have, were, have been burnt um, and some of their male relatives have been captured by the Taliban. So they fled to, Tabul, uh, to Kabul for the uh, sort of recent planes that were leaving, but they didn't make it out. Um, some players' uh, families have been caught by the Taliban, as I say, uh, and the players had to keep going. And um, I can't remember the lady's name, but the Afghan lady who plays in Denmark, she was saying that, uh, that the players were told not to look around and just keep going back. Um, so a lady by the name of Sue Anne-Marie Gill, who's a CEO of something called the Rokit Foundation, uh, she organised the escape. She said, uh, quote, unquote, we were waiting for news that they had crossed no man's land on the border uh, and waiting for that news was one of the hardest and most emotional hours of my life. The entire team was silent while we waited to see if any uh, calls came in to say that they were safe. Um, a pretty harrowing and heroic stories in equal measures there. Uh, the FIFA rankings are out. Who wants to have a guess at the FIFA rankings? Sure. Go on then. Do you want I'm to go? Just, from... Sorry, I'm just a little bit taken back from the cha- the changes of pace here from making fun of <laughs> Reese James, making fun of the, making fun of Reese James for getting burgled to that. that... So let's all laugh at the FIFA rankings. But okay, yeah. Well, I, well... I need a palate cleanser. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that yeah, the Afghan story was basically just to get you in the lol's mood. Um, okay, all right, top ten. Italy. Italy are fifth. Belgium. Top. France. England. Okay, France and England swap round, so France are now fourth and England third. I don't think Spain are that high. Spain are eighth. I reckon, oh, yeah, I, guess I reckon Spain will be in the top top ten. Uh, Argentina. Oh, I they had a good Euros. So. Argentina is sixth. You are missing Brazil. Brazil is second. So you're missing a European and a North American team. Portugal. Yep, they're seventh. Mexico. Mexico, number ninth. Uh, the highest climbers in the FIFA rankings are Libya, up twelve places. Uh, but Venezuela and Jamaica have must try harder. They've gone down nine places, which is the most of anybody. Um, 30 fans have been injured in a riot in a fourth-tier German game between uh, Preussen Münster and Rotweiss Essen. Uh, Igor Tudor has been uh, named as the new Verona boss after Eusebio D. Defran- sorry, back to that. I reckon Riot is doing a lot of heavy lifting in that sentence. <laughs> what if you think the fourth-tier, there's like the three of us would be there and that was it? In German football, I do think that's the case. Yeah. I, I have seen a photo. They do look quite a few people there. There's lots of sort of flares and stuff going off. Um, yeah, Igor Tudor is the new Verona manager. I haven't taken over from Eusebio Di Francesco uh, after just four games. One of them was a league game. The three games um, were uh, all losses in Serie A. Turkey got a new national team manager. And if you're into uh, funny names, it's uh, Euro 96's Stefan Kuntz. What's funny about that? <laughs> Apparently, when he was a player, he played in Uzbekistan or something, um, and also on his team was Uwe Fuchs. Excellent. Uh, right, Asian Champions League. This is the last 16. These are one-leg games. Uh, there were wins for in the Eastern section, so the uh, Persepolis beat Istakol of Tajikistan. Um, Al-Wadia of the UAE beat uh, Sharjah 5-4 on penalties. Uh, Estegal lost 2-0 to Al-Hilal of Saudi Arabia. Batifemi Gomez uh, scored a goal. Also, Musa Morega Emma played in that game. Uh, and Mateus Pereira, formerly of West Brom. Oh. 
Yeah, it's always nice to see a bit of Marega. Uh, and that's a one-tracked nil. Vincent Abubakar scored that goal. Uh, and in the western section, Ulsan Hyundai beat uh, Kawasaki Frontal um, 3-2 on penalties. Uh, Hyundai Motors beat BG Patham United, uh, like the sort of Thai minnows, uh, 4-2 on penalties. Um, Karenzo Osaka uh, lost 1-0 to Pohang Steelers. And finally, Emma, uh, Nagoya Grampus 4, Daegu 2. Uh, tell me about this mm. game. Uh, a Polish guy's got a hat trick. Uh, Jakub Schwizakok. Shock. Yeah. <laughs> that, I'm sure that's that's how he would say it uh yeah it was a pretty impressive hat trick i did like his first goal the one that was, was like a little sort of one two in the area yeah my favorite goal though was the the fourth one with the free header which wasn't him it was somebody it was a little japanese guy yep. but it was the freest header i've ever seen in my <laughs> entire life that was good also the hat trick goal was good as well wasn't it the one where he sort of was, curled it yeah. from the sort of corner and the first goal was good from the um daegu the, they sort of drilled it along the ground from about 30 yards out yeah, didn't it take a bit of a deflection off that guy's heel, though? Oh, it did a bit, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It, it did a bit. Uh, also in Champions League action this week in the CONCACAF region, um, Philadelphia Union lost 2-0 to uh, Club America. They already had a, a 2-0 uh, disadvantage going into that from the first leg. Uh, Philadelphia missed a penalty 0-0, so it ended 4-0 on aggregate to America. And it's going to be an all-Mexican final because uh, tonight Cruz Azul are facing Monterey. Monterey got a, um, uh, a one-goal advantage from the first leg. In a Coupe de France... Uh, A.S. Saint-Porres uh, are going to play Usa Vertu this weekend. Do you want to know why that's important? I'd love to. Because A.S. Saint-Porres uh, belong to uh, a small French island off the coast of uh, Canada called Saint-Pierre, and they travelled 4,000 kilometres to play this game in France. That's crazy. It is crazy. It's pretty cool. Previously, uh, Le Gelder, uh from French Guyana in South America got to the last 16. Uh, and in 2009, A.S. Mondor from New Caledonia got to um, play in France as well. Oh, literally, I ev- like that. It's fun. Yeah, literally every French location or territory around the world can enter and they get to have a certain amount of um, chances to sort of go through or something. So you do end- every now and then end up with this i think i remember talking about this on the podcast before it was like a team in like near tahiti or something in the pacific islands got to play against somebody i like that imagine that as an away like going to tahiti to play football <laughs> <laughs> what an away trip that'd be pretty cool wouldn't it uh yeah. right closer to home in bits and bobs of leagues in spain so real madrid valencia and atletico madrid um are all on t- i need a Do drink you want to try that again okay, let me just have a sip of water hang on that might work. Uh, so Real Madrid, Valencia, and Atleti are all on ten points. Real Sociedad are on nine <laughs> you points. <bottled> it. <laughs> <laughs> Too right, I did. Uh, so this weekend it is first versus second as Valencia play Real Madrid. Uh, Atleti play Athletic. Oh, there you go. I was bound to. I, I, I couldn't have gone wrong with that one, could I? <laughs> <laughs> You're always going to get one of them right. You just committed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Real Sociedad play Sevilla and. And uh, Barcelona Emma play Granada on Monday night. Yeah, is it Monday night? Is it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> it is. how the mighty have fallen! Yeah. <laughs> I thought there was a rule against Barcelona being on Monday night. <laughs> Not anymore. I've got to admit, I did watch the uh, La Liga highlights this week, and it took me to halfway through the program to realise I was watching highlights from the Segunda. <laughs> 
I, I was actually like legginess. Did you realise that the team were different? <laughs> well, I just thought there was just like all the local teams down the bottom because they were all like uh, legginess were playing and Las Palmas and people like that. And I thought, I don't remember these being in like sort of <laughs> Premier Division. And I thought maybe it's just like the teams at the bottom that are going to be scrapping for relegation. And after half an hour, I thought, I've not seen Real Madrid once. I mean, they're saving it up like the big headline, but I've not seen Atleti or, or you know, Barcelona or anyone. Thank you for paying such close attention to our league. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, in Italy, uh, Roma, Milan, Napoli are all on nine points. Inter on seven points. Juventus are all the way down in 16th on one point. Uh, and this weekend, it, the big game is going to be Juventus versus Milan. Uh, then it's Inter versus Bologna, Udinese versus Napoli, and Hellas Verona versus Roma. Um, in Germany, it is Wolfsburg top on 12 points. Bayern 10, Dortmund 9, uh, Mainz 9. So it's Dortmund versus Union Berlin, Bayern versus Bochum, Wolfsburg versus Frankfurt, and Mainz versus Freiburg. Uh, in France, it's PSG on 15 points, then Angers on 11 and Marseille on 10. Uh, so Marseille play Rennes, uh, Angers play Nantes. Uh, a couple of big games, though. PSG versus Lyon on Sunday night looks pretty tasty, as does Nice versus Monaco. Um, nice had such fun with their uh, South Coast rivals Marseille the other week. They've been told they can have another go against Monaco. Um, other bits and bobs around the world. There's not a huge amount going on this weekend. In Albania, it's the Korch Tirana derby as uh, Skenderbao play Partizani. And in Syria, it is the Latikia derby as um, Hutin play Tishwin. Wow, you, you went wrong when you said there wasn't much going on. Albania and, and Serbia. Um, Syria. Serbia or Syria? Syria, racist. That's worse. That's a big thing for people in Syria for their, their big derby of the weekend. Just as important as Everton Liverpool for you. They should have bigger issues. In Syria? I think they might well do. Um, in Albania they might not. This could be just as important in Albania as it is for Everton and Liverpool. <coughs> From the Albanians I've met, all they're doing is spending their time and being annoyed at Serbian people. This is true. Uh, do they all fly drones? Yeah, everyone, universally. Uh, Premier League's back on Friday night, uh, at 8 o'clock on Sky with Newcastle versus Leeds. Um, Steve Bruce has said his family think he's quote-unquote not to stick, uh, not to quit. Um, he's a man that doesn't want to be a, a manager, isn't he? Uh, I think he's just a man who just wants someone to pat him on the head and just say, well done. You think that's what he is? He just wants a bit of recognition. Yeah, just... Or maybe just not be like... Or maybe he doesn't even want that. Maybe he just doesn't want to be actively hated. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad thing to be want, though, is it? It feels like a fair question. <laughs> <laughs> um, as I sort of posted to Dave on our WhatsApp group this week, uh, there looks like there might be an anti-Newcastle owner Steve Bruce uh, protest this week. There's another paper planes and... God are they going to walk from the? Are they going to walk from the pub they were always going to go to to the stadium where they watch the football, holding some banners? They could do punching horses along the way. <laughs> uh, Leeds won both these fixtures last season. Newcastle conceded twelve goals this season, the most uh, of any team in the Premier League, and Newcastle and Leeds have had twenty-eight shots on target, which is also the most. Um, they're both winless so far, and Pascal Struck has had his red card appeal rejected. Uh, his tackle on Harvey Elliott last week. So, how do you think this one's going to go? We're just causing WhatsApp outrage. It was, wasn't it? 
Always I didn't have, think um, was that bad, to be fair. Does according it... to according to Ross, Leeds have no centre backs, um, which is the perfect time to play Newcastle, I would guess. Because I don't think they've got a Callum Wilson, have they? I don't think they've got any strikers, so I think. Um, what's the opposite of when the unmovable force, uh, the unstoppable force, meets the unmovable object? When the stoppable force meets the movable object. <laughs> Yeah, maybe you would have that. <laughs> I was more going for poetic license, but you can take it very literally if you want. Got So you reckon this is going to be what? So you, this well, is this, this is Leeds, going to be Leeds. Just Leeds just bring chaos. So. So Leeds have got no centre... Sometimes centi- that's actively good chaos. Sometimes it's imploding chaos. So Leeds um, have got no centre-backs, but Newcastle can't score. So this is just going to be Leeds letting Newcastle have lots of shots on goal that aren't going to go in. Is that what you think? Yeah, but well, but Leeds do that shots? anyway. That's what Leeds do anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Anna. Leeds... Who's going to have the shots for Newcastle if they've got no strikers? Joel Linton, Alan San Maximum. Yeah, he's not a striker. One of the long staff. Yeah. Amaron? Um, they're going to be bad shots, aren't they? They are. They're they not going to be bad shots. They're not going to be high quality. <laughs> You're going to be sat in fear if you've got a cup of coffee in row F. <laughs> <laughs> There's bothering everywhere. <laughs> they think it's all over. Um, it's not even on the black... It's not even gone on the black <laughs> side. What are the chances? <laughs> Uh, I think this could be because both these teams are winless so far I think it's going to be Leeds' first uh, win of the season I'm fairly sure last season I predicted Leeds to win about 34 games and I'm not going <laughs> to stop now so okay Emma what do you reckon I'm really into Leeds' chaos okay so I hope that they win Oh, okay, so you, you want the chaos to result in a win rather than more I chaos? Do, yeah, I want good chaos for them this time, not bad chaos. Okay. Uh, but either way, there will be chaos. <laughs> Saturday 12.13 BT Sports, the game that everybody wants. It's Wolves versus Brentford. Um, I guess I guess Sky had first pick this week. Uh, Wolves have won... I'm going, I'm going for a swim, then. <laughs> uh, Wolves have won three out of four versus Brentford, although the most recent fixture was in 2018. Brentford started all right, though, haven't they, Emma? Uh... Better than you would have expected, I guess. Yeah, that win over Arsenal sort of buoyed them a bit, didn't it? Well, anybody can beat Arsenal, though. Apart from Norwich. (laughs) Apart from Norwich, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so... uh, Does it strike me as a glamour tie? No, not me either. I think uh, where are Wolves in the table? So they've only had one win so far, and they've they've won one, lost three. Uh, Brentford have... They've sort of won one, drawn two, lost one. I reckon this could be another draw. Yeah. Is it at Brentford? No, it's at Wolves. No, I think Wolves will win. Yeah, okay. Uh, three o'clock is Burnley versus Arsenal. Emma, do you know when I do my S-stroke land? Mm-hmm. Well, guess what I've done for Arsenal? <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? I do it every week and it always makes me chuckle. But I've never mentioned it before because I'm a mature human being. Um... Yes, you are. <laughs> Burnley are winless uh, ag- uh, against Arsenal. Um... I don't get it. Hmm? 
I don't get it. It's Emma will explain it. <laughs> no, no, I do get it. I just wanted you to say it. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> but you bottled it. Bloody right, I have. Again. <laughs> That's the second time you bottled it. <laughs> I've got relatives that listen to this. Um, <laughs> Aubameyang's got eight and seven versus... Uh, you're, a, you're a bottle of Atchingham. You wouldn't lunch. You wouldn't lunch. <laughs> oh, no. All those relatives now know that you ruin your wife. <laughs> They already. <laughs> they already. They've seen her. That's <laughs> why she can't sit on a bar stool anymore. Um, Abam- oh. <laughs> Sorry. I hope she doesn't listen to this. Um, Abamian's got eight. Daughters. <laughs> daughters. They don't listen to this. Uh, Abamian's got eight and seven versus Burnley. And Arsenal's last nine at Burnley, they won four and drawn five. Um, Burnley versus everyone are winless in 12, so naturally on the back of that, given Sean Dyche a four-year contract. So Burnley being a tough place to go and Arsenal not liking it any further north than the Watford Gap is a bit of a misnomer in this case, Adam. I was going to say, isn't that... I wasn't listening to what you were saying. I was too busy oh. thinking... <laughs> well, trying not to think about what just <laughs> Basically, I, Arsenal do I, very I think, well at Burnley. I think what I was going to, what I was going to say is isn't the whole Arsenal don't like it at Burnley thing a, whole, a complete fallacy? Literally, that's what You're I just meant. Been... Tell me, but that's exactly what you just. That's said. exactly what I said. And um, what I was thinking of is the fact that it doesn't matter whether Charlotte listens; she's all she needs to see is whatever I decide to name the podcast. Which is something <laughs> well, as long as you don't mention her name, that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's a bit of a misnomer. This so uh, Arsenal have won four and drawn five at Burnley. So I reckon they might. But this like... is a new worse Arsenal. It is, isn't it? This is not even Conference League Arsenal. Yeah, this is a new, not improved Arsenal. Would Burnley you... going to win. I think you might be right. And then Otis is going to get sacked. What we all want. <laughs> uh Three o'clock is Liverpool versus Crystal Palace. Uh, Liverpool, it once finished 9-0 um, a long time ago. Uh, Liverpool's last eight versus... <laughs> Go on. That's not the Crystal Palace-Liverpool fixture we all think about, Chris, and you know it. <laughs> <laughs> Shush. Uh, <laughs> Liverpool's last eight versus Crystal Palace. They won eight, uh, scored 24, and against uh, just the five. Marnie has scored eight versus Crystal Palace, but again, all we're thinking about is 3-3. Um... Odson Edward has uh, scored two on his debut last week. Christian Benteke at Anfield. Wait, has... Are we going to over, overlook the fact that you slagged him off as well? Well, I, I hope for one he listened. What, you, you spurred him on? You got all <laughs> the encouragement he needed. Yeah, exactly. That's all he needs. Um, Christian Benteke at Anfield as a Liverpool player scored four goals. Uh, as an opponent, he scored five. That's the second most behind any um, second most of anybody apart from Andy Cole. Who scored eight? He's prolific at Anfield, just not for Liverpool. I'm a big fan of that. They bought him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they bought him to neutralise the threat, not so he could score goals for them. <laughs> uh, is this going to be a Patrick Vieira masterclass, or is Klopp going to um, be a happy man at quarter to five? Is there such a thing as a Patrick Vieira masterclass? Well, I don't know. He did okay at Nice, didn't he? 
I mean, I guess last week against Spurs was a masterclass, wasn't it? What Spurs who got sent who, who were down to ten men <clears> and <throat> couldn't get out of their own way? Mm, okay. <laughs> I guess not then. I watched that game. Spurs were not good. Were they not good with they were, eleven men? They were. They were Spurs. They were actively bad. Were they actively bad with eleven, or just when they got sent off? Oh, they were bad with eleven. <laughs> okay. No son, no party. No what? No son, no party. Um, yeah. So how do you think this one's going to go? I think a game. I can, we can hold out hope for a, a masterclass with Patrick Vieira. Yeah. Mm. But I'm not expecting it. Has this got Liverpool 27 shots, uh, 11 on target, nil-nil? Written over it. No, it's got that exact stat line, 1-0, 90 plus 5 minutes. <laughs> you think? <laughs> yeah. If both of you going for that. I think Liverpool will almost certainly win. Okay. Um, three o'clock is Manchester City versus Southampton that Pep wants everyone to turn up for. Uh, City have won their last three in the Premier League. Southampton have drawn their last three. Um, this is why we have a, this is why we have a blackout so people go to watch Man City. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only reason why. Uh, City win their last three home Premier League games five nil. Uh, no team has ever done four. Uh, but Southampton have failed to score only once in 16 games in the Premier League at the Etihad. It could happen. What? They could, what the fa- so I'm not sure what you're claiming could happen. What, the fact they could score or the fact that... The Southampton smashing grab. Are you claiming that what could happen is they is that could win 5-1? <laughs> no, the, um, the Southampton smashing grab. Oh, that can't happen. That can't happen, no. No, it, it definitely it's a thing that could happen. It just won't happen. Oh right, we're talking about things in the realm of the possible. Yeah. Then, then everything could happen. Yes, the ground could open <laughs> up and a megalodon could come out in the middle of it. It could. What, like in the Dark Knight Rises? If I've seen that, yes. <laughs> I watched a superhero film the other week. It was shit. I'm not going to watch any anymore. A superhero film? Can yeah. you, could you elaborate? Uh, it was a Spider-Man if one. If this turns out to be Green Lantern, then you've only got yourself to blame. No, well, I've got to be honest. <laughs> I start... This is the Justice League Snyder Cut. No. <laughs> I started watching Joker a couple of years ago and turned it off because that was just utterly yeah. depressing uh, and then a couple of weeks ago I started watching a I Spider-Man want to point out that the, joke, the Joker is not a superhero <laughs> well he's not but it's like a comic <laughs> book film not, no. a comic book film uh, and then a couple of weeks ago I watched a Spider-Man movie where he went round Europe or something Far From Home or something it was called it's got the guy from Donnie Darko in and Samuel L. Jackson the guy from Donnie Darko what's his name Gyllenhaal Jake Gyllenhaal him uh, that was a bit rubbish. The movie was like 25 years ago. That's a good film. I've not seen it, but I like the idea of... Um, it sounds a bit like when they run out of ideas on a TV show in the UK, so they take them to Spain. <laughs> I don't know what to do with Spider-Man, so we're going to take him on a European adventure. Um, is it Tom Holland? We can, have, who's... We, can have him, we can have him Spider-Man swing loads of the past, loads of iconic things. <laughs> I all, think... All, all look. 
the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Oh, now he's swinging past the Eiffel Tower. It's pretty much that. I think, oh, that's Big Ben. I think Zaneda was in it. Well, uh, is it Zaneda? 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 Her? And Tom Holland, who I always thought was a historian, but apparently he's an actor as well. The guy who's Spider-Man. Yes. Yep. So Down with the kids. Down with the kids. Watch better films. It was a rubbish film. It's just a superhero film. Just don't do it for me. Anyway, uh, Manchester City versus Southampton. You're going for Manchester City, I guess. Correct. Yes. Okay. This is my last match of the day. Norwich versus Watford at three o'clock. Uh, Norwich lost all their games so far. Villa, um, sorry, Watford beat Villa in the first game of the season, and Watford lost their next last three. Um, do, you know I think, do you know what I think is going to be last match of the day? What? Leeds versus Newcastle because it's the it's Friday. Oh, is it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, apart from a second last then. <laughs> yeah, you're correct. Yes. Well, I don't know what the rest of the games are, so I'm going to hold... I'm going to... Well, the ones we I just talked about. Ju- I trust your judgment. Well, this is the last three o'clock kickoff, And yeah. i give you a clue. But you're you're the next one. Match of the day, but match of the day still do the five o'clock game. Yeah, I'll give you a clue. You're in that one. Oh. Uh, so... Uh, personally. Yeah, well, it could be. I'd watch that Chris film. Kristen Chris didn't hear about my retirement from sport. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. I'd watch that. Sad day. I'd watch that superhero film. I assume you're all still wearing black. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be at the game, and then um, Andre Gomez. Yeah, plucked out. I'm plucked out of the crowd. Yeah, Andre Gomez pulls a hamstring. And you're in your plucked Why out the crowd. Be I gotta be honest. The only other player, he's, he's he's the most likely to pull out. <laughs> I've got to be honest. The only other person that came into my head at such short notice was Gilfie Sigurdsson. He's not playing at the moment, <laughs> so uh, it was all I could think of. So yeah, Andre Gomez has done his hammy, and Adam sort of comes out of the ground. Did anyone see? I can't remember what group it was in. Was it in our WhatsApp group where they had the thing with the? <laughs> The, re- the notable absentees on the Manchester yes. squad said prison <laughs> Mendy prison yes so Adam Scott Allen is going on a, a tour of the Everton uh, the, the Everton Museum and then it's game day and he sort of gets lost and one of the stewards thinks he's a um, a player and just gives him this bib and tells him, says go over there and go and sit down over there Adam finds himself on the dugout and then after an hour, it's nil-nil, and Andre Gomez's hamstring goes, and then Rafa Benitez looks at you with a quizzical look and points at you and then sticks you on. Okay. And then what happens? Do I, like, score a winner or something? Yeah, you score the winning goal. Happens? Of course you do. Okay. What happens but then, if everyone moves and one then the game, And then <laughs> I, I score the winning goal, and then everyone's disappointed to hear that we forfeit the game because we played an uninterested player. <laughs> <laughs> Because, yeah. because the people, the, who the people who administer football aren't the same people who administer the Mighty Ducks <laughs> You score the winner, but he gets barred for offside. <laughs> well, no, that, that happens in the 85th minute, and then he pops up again in the 92nd. <laughs> how many sports movies... In three minutes. How many sports movies could have been ruined with an administration? <laughs> <laughs> And paperwork. Yeah, just follow the rules <laughs> of the sport. Any given Sunday, and you know, Al Pacino's great speech comes to no effect because Jamie Fox shouldn't have been in that day for some reason. <laughs> or, or it's done in like it's done in two twenty twenty rules, and they've got like the the referees from New York buzzing, <laughs> <laughs> buzzing to overturn a decision. 
So yeah, so are you going to be heading to Villa Park on Saturday at half past five? I thought I was doing the Everton Museum tour. Well, you okay? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that and accidentally end up on a coach. Is that, is that how far this is stretched out? Yes, you end up on the team coach. So, okay, you do the Everton Museum tour in the morning, and then you come out and you're about to look around somewhere to go to have some lunch, and then maybe, a, I, maybe I've got a coach. Maybe I got a coach there, Chris. I just got on the wrong coach. You got the wrong coach, and you bought some Everton merch. You're wearing some Everton merch you bought. I'm fully tracksuited up. Yeah, <laughs> you get hurried onto. Uh, Andros Townsend gets accidentally left behind because you've got his I seat. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't have any boots, but luckily someone's built, bought Gilfies and he's not around. <laughs> Andros Townsend gets left behind because you've taken his seat. Um, yeah, and then you're going to going down to Villa Park, and that's when you come on as a sub. <laughs> the movie that I'd actually watch in that is Andros Townsend doing Home Alone. <laughs> it's, it's just him. It's just him setting booby traps up around. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to protect Bruce James's house from getting robbed. <laughs> well, speaking of Andros Townsend, he's got one goal and two assists so far for Everton. Um, he's had a good start. That was a lovely goal he scored on Monday, wasn't it? Yeah, I definitely didn't slag him off when he joined. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that makes it all the more sweeter that you've of all the people you've left behind. It was Andros Townsend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Everton have won their last two. Villa got four points so far. Are you confident with this? Uh, I'm never confident, Chris. No. No. Emery, are you going to be confident for him? Uh, who did you say they were playing? Aston Villa at Villa Park. Adam's caught the bus down with the team. <laughs> I was just thinking about the Andrews Townsend Home Alone thing. <laughs> we'll be him and Joe. He's, he's trying to fight off Joe Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to crowdfund that immediately. He's fighting off Joe Pesci, the mayor from Shit's Creek. <laughs> I'm going to crowdfund it. <laughs> How uh, John Candy just causing mayhem. <laughs> Singing to Andrus Townsend's mum. <laughs> that creepy old guy with the shovel. Yeah, that'd be rough. Good times. <laughs> uh, I think Everton will win. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Opt- optimism. All right, we move on to Sunday, uh, two o'clock. Brighton versus Leicester. Uh, Brighton won three out of four. Leicester have uh, won two, lost two. Jamie Vardy, if he plays, will be the first Leicester player to two hundred and fifty Premier League appearances. Um, he's also a top goal scorer with 120 goals and assist maker with 39 in the Premier League as well. Um, Sorry, I know you're. I know you're bringing up. I know this is like the some sort of like Jamie Vardy loving session, but I just need to. It needs to be noted that Andros Townsend being left behind to stop Rhys James from getting burgled again was a much underrated joke, which deserves more credit. Thank you. There you go. App- appreciate. <laughs> Uh, clean sheets in the Premier League in 2021 Manchester City and Chelsea with 15 Brighton 11 yeah I'm not impressed by that stat no <laughs> are you impressed with uh, Leicester the Leicester's last five games on the Premier League on a Sunday average 4.6 goals a game no I'm already not impressed you're not impressed with 4.6 goals a game no I just waited there was too many caveats before it was there I, I lost you with the Jamie Vardy stuff did I how do you score a sixth of a goal? It sort of goes in. <laughs> sort of goes Right. Is that one of the ones That's that what sort, she said. Is that one of the ones that you slog? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Is that one of the ones that you think it went in and then it turns out that it went out for a throw-in? Exactly. Uh, how do you think this one's going to go? Because Brighton has started well by the sounds of it and they've got a good clean sheet record. I think this could be a home win. Leicester retired from playing tonight. What I think is it the conference though? No, Europa League. Didn't no, play. I, think Napoli. They, I think they made it to the full, the full grown up. Oh, they got, <laughs> they got the proper league. Playing Napoli. The Europa League, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then Brighton. in Naples, in Naples, or in in God's own country, <laughs> in the Naples of the Midlands, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I have heard it called that. Yeah, I imagine it has that same sunset. Uh, uh, Leicester are at home. So they haven't done any travelling? They haven't any travelling, but they have done some playing, haven't they? You know the Napoli colour, is the Napoli shirt is supposed to be the colour of the of the, the Naples sunset. Is that the same with the Leicester one? With dark blue. I'm talking about the horrible, the grey away shirt. <laughs> well, if you look at the, um, the outline of the county of Leicestershire, it looks like a fox's head because it's famous for its fox hunting. So... What, what you're saying? For? You're saying that it was famous for its fox hunting. So what they did is they drew a picture of a fox and said, "We're going to use that as boundaries." Okay, look at a map of Leicestershire. No, I'm not disputing that, <laughs> that it might, but but um, Australia looks like a cat and dog's head stuck together. I don't <laughs> think. <laughs> I don't think that that bears any resemblance. I don't think that Perth really likes cats, and <laughs> the other side really likes like dogs. <laughs> You don't think that God was trying some sort of hybrid when he was creating Australia? What, like that? What, like the cat dog cartoon from the, the, yes. the late nineties? <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> you think that's based on Australia? Could be. <laughs> um, well, back to this game. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go for Brighton. Well, now that you've told me that Leicester is famous for animal cruelty, I also want Brighton to win. Yeah. I'm glad you come from Spain, which of course is um, <laughs> famous well, for it. It's in Catalonia and has been for a long time. Okay. Wait until you, wait until you hear what Brighton's famous for. <laughs> uh, right. Two o'clock. I also, I'm, I, I'm also famously on the Brighton train, so um, mm. uh, I also want them to win. You play for Brighton as well. Is this is this a sequel to the film? You end up at Brighton. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, instead of instead of it's like instead of Galway he joins Real Madrid, I go down the <laughs> I get to Brighton. You end up just, in... slowly, just slowly getting found out until I'm in campus. Two o'clock on Sky is Manchester United versus um, West Ham. Uh, since leaving Manchester United, David Moyes is one none, drawn to lost five versus Manchester United. Paul Pogba's got seven assists this season. That's more than his last two seasons combined. Well, I think he had five in his in last season. He had four in the first game. Oh, against Leeds, he got four though, did he? Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's like Joe Root um, maths when people say if you take away his centuries, he's quite an average player. <laughs> Well, you take away if you take away all the time Paul Pogba has four assists in a game yeah <laughs> he hardly has any assists <laughs> um, Sky Sports must be enjoying the opportunity to finally put Cristiano Ronaldo on their TV screens yeah exactly you heard the Football Weekly thing this week where they uh, they reckon next season might be an idea that Sky don't announce their three o'clock games till after the transfer window is closed <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, uh, they do that in the NFL, not for the same reason, but they essentially have, in the NFL, because they do the fixtures for the whole year, mm. they have the ability to, what they, after like week five, I think it is, they can, what's called flex teams out of the big, like, Sunday night, Monday night football games. Okay. So you don't have to watch Emma's team, for example. How dare you? Well, no, they're always there. They're playing... They're, my team are playing tonight on Thursday Night Football. I will have they them now. Who's, yeah. who's your team? The New York Football Giants. <laughs> the word football is very optional in their name. And, Adam, who is your team? Uh, the LA Rams. Okay. They have... D- 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 um, no. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> I was going to say some nice things about the NFC East and then decided not to. <laughs> because you're too honest. You can't tell lies. Exactly, yeah. Have you had a sort of lie-lie situation? <laughs> <laughs> I did, yeah. Um, say anything you ranking, this one. Do you have a ranking of Jim Carrey movies, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um... So here's what I think I'm going to get for Manchester United, I think. Despite the week that they've had, I think they'll be annoyed and want to win. Oh, West Ham are playing tonight as well. They are, aren't they? How are West Ham getting on? Are um, they in the conference? No, they're in the Europa League as well. I think they might also be in the grown-ups. Uh, no, they win in Z- they beat Dinamo Zagreb. Who's actually in the Spurs. Junior League? <laughs> oh, Spurs. Spurs! Of course it's Spurs! <laughs> um, Even after trying to get knocked out by losing the first round, the first leg of their first round game. Well, they only drew tonight. They drew against Wren. Yeah, but that's because they had no son. Well, Wren did, didn't have Camavinga. They sold him, didn't they? So everyone's yeah, missing their keep, players. You can't keep going on about players you've sold, Chris. That's not how it works. <laughs> uh, that's what we're going to say about Manchester United. West Ham, then. I think West Ham are going to win. Oh, do you? Okay. It feels like a... It feels like a David Moyes ruining someone's party and then you could have some... <clears throat> I think we could be back to some of, the, some of the... I think there was early season pressure on Shosha last season as well, so I can really see that narrative and that happening. I, yeah, I, I'm on board with a West Ham win. Okay. Uh, finally, half past four on Sky is Spurs versus Chelsea. Spurs lost versus Palace last week. Uh, Chelsea beat Villa 3 0. Um, Spurs are going to win. It's going to be boring. 1 <laughs> 0, Lukaku, 73rd minute. Spurs, zero chances. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that then. Okay, brilliant. <laughs> Don't need to watch it, guys. <laughs> uh, well, I was about to agree with you because I was about to read out that Kane has got one in eight versus Chelsea. So it's not a lot. It's not a lot, is it? No, that's not very much at all. Right. Okay. So that brings us to the end of our Premier League uh, predictions. End of our podcast. Either of you got any other business? Nope. Nope. Okay. So we're Man of the Post, part of the Man of the Post network. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Man of the Post. You can find us on Facebook, Man of the Post. You can give us. Uh, a like on there uh, you can subscribe to us on Spotify on Apple Podcasts Acasts and Stitcher on all your future episodes will fall automatically into your inbox if you like what you hear you can give us a review which would be very nice of you uh, Dave and Ali and Simon will be back on Monday or Sunday night whenever they record to review the games that we've been previewing uh, Adam if they want to follow you on Twitter what do they do? Adam say 101 
Uh, Emma, if they want to follow you on Twitter, what do they do? They don't. They suggest that they all quit Twitter for a life of better mental health. Okay. Well, if they want to follow you, and Chris, and hear you just use common phrases incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> they can follow me at Etchingham 77 Really, your mental health has improved by being off Twitter. Very much so. Okay. Uh, right, guys. Sorry, what? Have you, conf- have you confused Twitter for Headspace? <laughs> I don't know how you thought I don't know how you thought Christmas Twitter was going to improve anyone's mental health oh I don't like not being on it although to be fair I probably don't get as many men sending me pictures of their penises as anyone did well you asked me to stop and I stopped <laughs> <laughs> of all the people I would ask to stop it wouldn't be you <laughs> <laughs> right brilliant uh, thank you for that. that recorded. Yeah, and always remember to keep your man of the post. <laughs>